brother. It's early break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can always call or text 402-464-5685. Any questions you have, you can watch and comment. Also, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. We were talking uh, Nebraska basketball lost last night, 93-72 at Michigan. They are now 4-10 and in conference play, 11-14 and overall. Wisconsin at home on Saturday, Schaefer. Uh, we're, and, and there was Trev Albert spoke before the game. He talked and he said that right now he, he likes the direction that Trev, that Fred Hoiberg is going. Likes likes that uh, they're playing more defense. The wins aren't always there like you want to be, but he likes where they're going. But if you had to assess right now, 25 games into the season, Nebraska's 4-10 in conference play, Is there? do you have the belief that he should be back next year? And, and or, or is it still something that plays out the next wow. few games? I think, I mean, you obviously have to let things sort of play out if they were to just completely slide and they don't win another game and they lose a bunch by 20. I mean, it's a different kind of conversation than if they win a couple and, you know, end up having a seven-win conference season and what, to be 13, 13 wins, 14 wins, yep. uh, you know, overall. So I, I think – Part of it is we're still kind of in wait-and-see mode. It would strike me as more likely that he would be back next year um, than not. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it still kind of remains to be seen. I mean, my biggest thing is I just – and I, I like seeing guys like Jamarcus Lawrence and, and Denim Dawson play because I, I would like to see something that gets you – excited for next year case because if it's the whole thing is you're just going to swap in parts and swap out parts i mean we've got four years of evidence that this is not exactly gone how they want it to so i don't know that there's a reason to get fired up for a fifth year of the same thing does case tomanaga returning excite you uh well i mean he's playing really good basketball right now um it would be it's exciting in the sense that he's like fun to watch um, I don't know that it like moves the needle and makes Nebraska significantly better, but it's experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I it fine. It, it's just it's hard to it's hard to assess what they have right there, knowing that Derek Walker would be gone. Yep, Sam Grisell would be gone. So Bandamel's gone. Ban, you lose a lot of experience, a lot of sort of the toughness that gets brought into it. And then how often do they just go down the court and you're just dumping it to Walker and Walker's going to work and that's your whole offense. So. I I mean, it, it's just hard to be excited about, okay, a few of these pieces are coming back. But, again, you're going to have to go into the transfer portal to get the key pieces, and it needs to work, and it has to gel right away, and it just doesn't feel like things are being built. Not really. I mean, uh, okay, so in a very simplistic way, you could, look, you could look at last night's game in a very simplistic way, and I did. It was this. Nebraska isn't. Close to Michigan. I mean, Michigan's much better than Nebraska. You know, and Bandamel Gary being out obviously works into that conversation. But, see, now that's that's an issue. Nebraska not close to Michigan. Michigan not an NCAA tournament team. Mm-hmm. Michigan was deeper, bigger, I mean, longer. They had, There's just so much more to Michigan. And you're like, wait a second, Michigan's not even a tournament team. Well, they've also massively underachieved. Like I don't, 
I don't think people expected this season from them. That's fair. Going into the year. So I I do think some of this is you're talking about a team that's expected to be top 25 and blew out a team that's expected to be one of the worst in the conference. So part of that is Michigan underachieved to get to this point. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're not close and it's not comparable in terms of talent. I mean, no, they're not. Nebraska has to have things go a certain way to win a lot of basketball games. And they don't have enough talent to dictate that it always goes that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You go into Michigan kind of hoping for a miracle and then it occurs to you, wait a second, Michigan's 14 and 10. They're not. I, I don't think they needed a miracle, but Michigan came and shot lights out. They did. They shot 57% on the game. Not a yeah, miracle, I mean, but it was really unexpected for Nebraska to get over the hump in that game. Really unexpected. Yeah, I, I mean, they were 11-point underdogs. I mean, it yeah. would have been a, a pretty impressive win for them. But it, they've also just shown the ability that they can sort of hang around and play with yes, teams. Yes, they, I mean, they do. You watch Nebraska they take do. Purdue yeah. until Purdue lost. That right. was the best game that Purdue had the, to play all year. Nebraska does hang around. And, and even against Maryland when it – Lost, big. but they it, lost by nineteen. They got the game flow has to go a certain way, and if yeah. teams make threes early, that takes them out because Nebraska right. just doesn't. They don't have the ability to keep up scoring. Right. If it's a track meet, they're going to lose. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, they're they're not good in a track meet. Mm. Which, by the way, Wisconsin won't be a track meet, and Nebraska will have a great shot to win that game. Yeah, it won't be high scoring. That'd be no. a big surprise. That's a high scoring basketball be a track game. Both meet, teams no. don't shoot yeah. the ball that well. But do both make it into the sixties? I don't. Well, that's a good question. Early, yeah, the, both the early. This feels like a fifty-seven, fifty-two kind of I, game. I feel that well, Nebraska again. The overtime game against Purdue, it was sixty-five, sixty-two in overtime. Yeah, it was a final score in overtime. So it's fair to ask if this will get in the sixties. I mean, Nebraska double overtime, right? No, that was regular. Just single, in Link, just in Link, regular, yeah, one overtime. But I think it's probably fair to ask if they get in the fifties yeah. or sixties. Yeah, low scoring game. Expected. Sixty-four, sixty-three, walk off three by Hoiberg. Sam Hoiberg. Whoa. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's been yeah. a fun story. He had five yeah. points well, last night. Yeah. So be walk off watch. three. Walk off three. Yeah. What I appreciate about him is that he just supplies all of the confidence that he needs for himself. Like, I had no concern when he went up to the free throw line for those free throws against Penn State mm-hmm. to kind of ice the game. It's not like he saw well, he only missed one, you know, but he made, what, three of them? Three of the Yeah, three? I mean, yeah. he just, three like, four. you just feel confident that he's going to get it done. I mean, it's. Uh, he's a good-looking shooter. Been impressive. He's two for two last night, right? Yeah, good-looking shooter. Casey's amazing. Casey's a sort of an amazing story because no longer is he just a three-point shooter. He's made himself. Well, he's clearly gotten comfortable. I think that was part of it was figuring out how he fit into the offense last year, and he just never could get there. Uh, but he's clearly comfortable now, and they're they're looking for him. I mean, that's the other thing is they're like designing things for him to do. Oh yeah, Jamarcus yeah. Lawrence said the whole the offense basically is designed. To get the ball yeah. to Casey. Yeah. Wow. Well, look who led the team in the Imagine and reading that quote last year. I know. Yeah. I know. It's because of the minutes. He knows he's not getting pulled off the court. Now, Before, I got to amend that. Some, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's fair. Yeah. Now, he's, some he, people are going to say, simply, you're out of your mind. They go through Walker a yeah. lot. But yeah. against Penn State, Jamarcus said, we were trying yeah. to get the ball yeah. to Casey basically every time. I mean, it was hot. Well, it was last hot. night, your leading assist for Nebraska was by far Derek Walker, eight assists. I mean, he's a good passer. Great passer, big man. Yeah, great Behind passer. It's a dangerous combination. If he's playing well and Casey's shooting well, that's a two-man game that's tough to defend. Yeah, inside out. Yeah. And they both move well, um, you know, and they create issues for defenses that way. It's not Vincent Hamilton and Tyron Lue, <laughs> but, but it's, pretty, it's no, still that, pretty that'd good. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, well that was I best. think it's actually quite a ways away from that. But. <laughs> different, different when I think world. about the best inside-outside combinations Nebraska's had – Lou, Vincent, 
Brian Carr, Dave Hoppin. Hoppin, yeah. Yeah, well, Brian Carr, inside out. Inside out, yeah. Yeah. But he had to have the inside. That was Hoppin. But there's been nothing since then, right? I mean, uh, Alex March, I guess, was a good big. But who do you have outside him? Who do you have? Paul Volander. The walk-on, Paul Volander from Blacksburg. Yeah, you haven't had Marge was a good post player, but he didn't have – there was nobody that could help, like – you Help haven't had the big post. That recently. team was always NIT bound. They never, they never sniffed the tournament. Never did with Marge. God, how good was Benson? Benson was a stud. How good was Benson? He was a stud. Yeah. We got a phone call from Mike. He wants to talk Husker hoops. Mike, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, hey, I just want your opinion on this. I sit by a gentleman who's was an athletic director in Omaha, and he knows a lot of people in Creighton and Nebraska. And I asked him at the last game, "What do you think about Fred?" You know move on or we build anything and he made the comment that you know you stick with fred unless you're going to make a commitment to basketball he said the nil money at nebraska pales in comparison to creighton true and i told someone and they go well i don't know about that on the ticket well then i listened to sean callahan's podcast last night and he said the same thing. He said they're not even in the same universe. They're not. So do you uh, give Nebraska any slack for that? Um, just wondering your thoughts. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mike. Slack. I don't know. I don't know if I would give him slack for that. Part of the – I think – okay, Schaefer, this is philosophical. Isn't that part of the coach's, I don't know, duty, responsibility now – to have a thriving NIL operation? It is. And then I guess I would push back slightly against the idea that Nebraska wouldn't be able to immediately raise more money NIL-wise if the team was good. I mean, if we're talking about 2018-19, where they boat race Creighton at home, yeah, and you have Copeland and you have Palmer and you have all of these guys. Watson. The the fervor and enthusiasm for that team being Ooh. what it was. Ooh man, it was big. You would have nil money. Yeah. I mean, I, like buzz. You're going to get more of that. I mean, I I don't think it's a stretch to say that it, when both teams are good at basketball, there's more interest in the state to Nebraska. No doubt. So if both teams are good at basketball, there would be more nil money that would flow oh, to Nebraska. So true. For yeah. yeah, so um, true. It's I think it's true with baseball. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know with football. If they start to play better, more money is going. Like, that's just kind of how I feel like this works. Yeah, it does work that way. And this is where your age, your guys are getting up there, even Jake a little bit. Um, <laughs> Call me even old. Jake. But, but Bill, me. for sure. There has been serious Nebraska basketball buzz in this state, where it, where it really gripped the state at times. When Pike was, you know, winning a Big 8 championship in Kansas City when Danny really had him going. It did transfix the state. Oh, there'd be money flowing into that. Yeah, I, I don't think that – I don't really know that that's a big concern. It's just that they need to they have – They need to win. they got to do something to get that No support. one's going to separate themselves from their dollars for a team that continually struggles to get over 11 wins. Right. I mean, so part Not of it conference is that. Wins, totally Where we're just yeah. coming in every every after every game and talking about how hard they played. Right. And they, you know, they kept it close and CSIP, they're they're CSIP, they're playing hard and keeping it close. I mean, that's what it is. That's what we're talking about all the time, right? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. We're, yeah, well, we're I mean, to, we're discussing how we enjoy this team more than last year's team right. and the difference is what a total of 
two wins at the moment. So but far. The, the thing is now, what? I, and I'm all over the map on this subject. I understand. I think they're going to win three or four more games. Yeah, I, I don't. I think this is by far their best version under under Hoiberg. Yeah. Um, I just always come back to the same thing. Does he have a sustainable model to be successful? That's the question. Because I was really hard on Tim Miles because I didn't feel like that was sustainable. Right. And I still don't, but he clearly had a better model than what we've seen out of Hoiberg. Oh, we had that conversation. We had that conversation. And it's it's not even close. No, I know. Um, So so then it, you know, we bought really hard into the success that he had at Iowa State. You're now four years into this. It clearly has not worked to that level. It hasn't even worked to a, a mediocre level. Uh, so if, if something is being built, we should be seeing at least some of that, right? Right. We could argue, we could get into quite an argument about, this is, this is where they're at, though. Are they mediocre? Couldn't you say they're mediocre? This is the first year where they're closer to mediocre than bad. Yeah. I would say they're mediocre. Yeah. It's probably the best description. Now, it'd be an that, inter- is that a, an interesting argument? Or are they bad? Or are they mediocre? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm it's uncomfortable. Say. It's not yeah. exactly fun. Yeah, but I it's think a, they're, it's a proper I, question. I to would ask. argue with enthusiasm that they're mediocre. I would also. Would you? They're mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> but what an argument that! Hey, come right. on, they're mediocre. Right. Give it to them. <laughs> right. All right, let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. One and two on the week, right? You lost yesterday. I, or you guys, did you if win? you're wondering, then no. it's probably safe to say we lost. Wayne Williams, he got you lost the yeah, call. We, lost. we did famous we, Wayne's. It was ugly yesterday. We've been, uh, hey, Mike, it's turned sort of back into a struggle. Okay, yeah, you know, it was going to happen at some point. Oh, thanks. Football Jake. season ended. You're in off season mode a little bit. A bit, yeah, yeah, some of that. Bills contributed. To Thinking it. about your I'm favorite not, I'm, Chinese well, spots and all the, I the island I vacations. Saved you take. I'm not taking an eye on vacation. Uh, okay. Uh, today's topic, Super Bowl mm. losers. We all know who wins Super Bowls, who lost these Super Bowls. I'll give you the team that won the year and the Super Bowl number also. Great one. Shape what will be team great. lost? Yeah. Bill, do you pay attention yeah. to the NFL? Yeah, moderately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're both moderate yeah. in that way. It's just moderate to that. If you know your Super Bowl losers, 464-5685. Shut up, Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown sip in trivia against Super Bowl losers. Our topic today: we have, we have a decision to make here on, on how we're going to do this because we've got. Oh, we do have a decision. We could we could have a lifeline for sip and a lifeline for the caller today because you, you can't have you cannot have two lives. No, <laughs> that's you don't. If you would lose <laughs> that, that'd be sad. I'm stepping out of the lifeline. Okay, okay Schaefer's so my lifeline. So you're yes, out. I'm okay, out. Right, Schaefer, so yeah, I, will meet, I will mediate. Yeah, I prefer to have my. Long time, yeah. Life. The life, long term yeah. life. Yeah, you've been fair on that yeah. whole thing, yeah. you're, and you're Harvard. only lukewarm. Harvard. <laughs> you're only lukewarm in terms of yeah. enthusiasm, yeah. too. Uh, okay, <laughs> Jeff is our caller. Jeff, how do you feel about Super Bowl losers today? Pretty good. Okay, pretty good. Schaefer's lifeline for Sip for one question. Thank you. Use them wisely. <laughs> you don't always use them wisely. That's why I said it. I have to remind you every day to use them wisely. All right, Jeff. First question: What team 
lost to the Green Bay Packers 35-21 in Super Bowl 31 for the 1996-97 season. Atlanta Falcons. No. Very, great conviction. Very though. quick, confident answer. Incorrect. What year? Uh, it was the 96-97 season. Super Bowl 31, Packers won 35-21 over. Oh, Schaefer, go. It's the uh, the New England Patriots. Absolutely. That is the Patriots, yeah. Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. I can look at this. America's favorite uh, analyst, Desmond Howard, had a touchdown to start the uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> favorite turn. All right, Sip, first question. Yeah. Because you're up ones are your first real one. Uh, Schaefer's out, so you're on your own now. Okay. What team lost to the Redskins 42 to 10 in Super Bowl 22 for the 1987-88 season? Oh, I know it. Lost. I can't though. I'm can't out. help. Yeah, you're out. He you can't have endless lifelines today. Yeah. Okay, loser. What team lost to the Redskins 42 to 10 in Super Bowl 22 for the 87-88 season? I can't believe this. Yeah, this is a surprise. They lost. Lo- These are all losers. What team what lost? Are you looking the- at? I'm looking at the AFC. Five seconds. I can do that, right? I can look at the AFC. That's still no. There should be no electronics. It feels like a visual aid. There should be no get. electronics. I, I'm this with is, Bill. This Why? is basically a forfeit. Five. Oh. No way. I can't. Yeah. I can't look at the team. No. Five. No. Four. Who lost? Yes. Three. To the Redskins. Yep. Two. Keep um, repeating the question. <laughs> That'll help. The Raiders. Uh, not the. Uh, hang on. Uh, do you want to steal that one, Jeff, or not? Broncos. Broncos. It's correct. You'd have had that one, Shane. Yeah, I. I thought you'd be all over that for some reason. Yeah. You were still paying attention back then. Oh, was yeah. I guess, you were locked in. Yeah. That was before, yeah. Yeah, I dropped out about really about that point. Okay. All right, Jeff, for the lead, uh, your last question tied one to one. What team lost to the Oakland Raiders 32-14 in Super Bowl eleven for the 1976-77 season? Minnesota Vikings. Schaefer's Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you would have had that one. I would I would have had that one, by the way. Fran Tarkington, you know, Carl Eller, Paige, Allen. Um, all those guys. All right, Sip, you're on your own. This is to tie it up and go to overtime. Okay, this is big. This is all you. Yeah. What team lost to the 49ers 49-26 to in Super Bowl 29 for the 94-95 football season? What team lost to the Niners? The Bengals. That would be the San Diego Chargers in 94-95. Coach Ross, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, Bobby Ross? Oh, Bobby Ross. Yeah, the Chargers Bobby Ross, coach. okay. Yeah. Who yeah, he came from Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah. What Fouts was not there. Was Fouts gone? That I, I don't know when Fouts was gone. Natron Means, I think, was on that. Yeah, track. he was a big so, running yeah. back. Yeah. And Junior Seau. Those are the only two yeah. players I can confidently name on that job. Yeah, that was ugly. That game was horrible. Congrats to yeah. Jeff. Hey, the good questions were fair, fair. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really fair. Yeah, it was. Great yeah, job. Well played. 290s, 180s, 170s. You yeah, see, I, I, yeah exactly. Thank Pretty you. Pretty embarrassing performance by me. It was. Uh, you t- knew zero of those? One of them. You knew one. Yeah, you, I didn't watch a lot of Super Bowls. Which one did he know? He knew the Vikings one. You had the Vikings one. Oh, yeah, you did have yeah, that. Yeah, I did have that. I, I did. I I would, was, how, how see, that's when I was checked in. I mean, I was a, and I was a big Raiders fan. How would you miss the Super Bowl? I can't imagine waking up on a Monday going, oh, crap. Missed the Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> well, you didn't know, hey, hey. Oh, man. Wow, that's you weird. know them all. Yeah, that's weird. No, I'm just saying that you didn't watch. You say you didn't watch Super I Bowl. I know. There's a lot of Super Bowls I didn't watch. That's, that's that weird. is weird. No, that's, that's weird. That's sad. Like I said, there's no chance I'm waking up on a Monday to say, so driving. One last night. Driving. What? The game was yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. No. It was next week. No. 
I, I want to do this tiebreaker before we get out of here. Um, who wants to put the number out there? You got three people. <laughs> I'll put the number out. Okay. I'll take the. Yeah. All right. This year's Super Bowl is number 57. Right. How many Super Bowls has the winning team scored 30 or more points in? This is 57. That's right. And how many times is the winner? Scored. I'd say half. What's, what's half? That's a tough one for you there. All of a sudden, the math really added. I was like, ah. 28. 28 to guess? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go slightly under would be my guess. What would you go? I'd go under. 29. So, you would have won. Wow. He's right. Go ahead. It's 50-50. Ding that. I mean, you ding it for everybody. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Congrats. Good job. Thank you, Jay. There we go. There's our trivia. Congrats to Jeff. Hey, another week where you you have a losing week. It's one and three now. Yeah, Tomorrow's yeah, just we're, gravy. We're on the schneid. Yeah. We're on the schneid. Which we had to get worked out, which is gin rummy. Yeah, that term's from gin rummy. Do you know that? Off the Did schneid? Did not know that. We tried to figure it out one time. Monkey on the back is a bit more complicated. I forgot what it was already. Right. Something from a long time ago. Like, like the 10th century or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sinbad, <laughs> Sinbad yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sinbad. Okay. Sinbad the Viking? I don't know. You're, I, <laughs> don't put me on that spot. I don't know what it's from. <laughs> Was it bad Viking? I don't know. All right. Gin well, rummy. Everybody knows what that is. Yeah. You got to check out, Bill? Are you sticking around for the spillover? You got to roll. You're sticking. I am not. I okay, he's go. got to go to a meeting. He said he, had, he t- texted me last night. He had to go, had to, go to a meeting. So. Have a meeting. Yeah. But Schaefer will be here. You're still th- you're still three deep. AD yeah. and Raf are out today. Bill's leaving. We got, we got Schaefer. We got Schaefer. Okay. On early break in the ticket.